This is Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Unplugged. The podcast where all the artists go to tell it as it is. Careers, music, tours, and more. And here's your host, the man that refuses to eat squid, Pat Calamari. Pat Calamari here, your host of Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Hopefully everyone is doing well. I know I am. And you guys are rocking it with this podcast with over 15,000 downloads. And it's not even been a year yet. I can't thank you all enough throughout the world. Crazy. And I got a bunch more great interviews lined up going to be on a podcast, whether it's on Zoom, I rebroadcast it back on the podcast for people that don't catch the Zoom on my IGTV Instagram account, but you can find me certainly on Facebook, Twitter, Pat's IGTV on Instagram, YouTube, and certainly on the podcast. Well, this is a great one. James Young of Sticks, yes, JY, the godfather of Sticks, here talking to me the other day, Thursday to be exact, September the 10th, promoting the um, their album um, Psychorama, which came out in 2003. It's their 14th studio album, and they have released it for download and digital streaming available on all the platforms and as an addition to that they have launched a video with the track these are the times a lyric video amazing lyric video um james talks about uh buddy his steve jones did a phenomenal phenomenal job with these are the times which is a track that he wrote with 9-11 in mind. So again, this goes back in 2003. And here, 17 years later, it fits so relevant today. So so we talk a lot about that. We talk about new music. We talk a little bit about everything. So it's all good. Love what I do. Think about the listeners and the questions to ask and what you guys would want to Ask if you had the opportunity to talk to JY. In fact, uh, 9-11 on Friday was Tommy Shaw's birthday, and I did do a uh, special birthday wish, early birthday wish for Tommy as well. So, Sticks, as JY will say, he misses going on the road. So, And your 50th anniversary is coming up, February 22nd, 2022. So, sit back. That would be that's going to be great. But I think they'll be on tour just a little bit before that. And I can't wait for the new album. Really can't wait. So don't forget to share, like, send me your feedback, send me your comments, and sit back and enjoy the ride. Live, love, and laugh a lot because life is way too short. The Godfather of Sticks, James Young, here on Pat Soundbites Unplugged. Hey everybody, it's James Young from the Rock Band Sticks, and you are listening to Pat's Soundbite Unplugged. 
WBXO Classic Rock redefined in conjunction with Pat Soundbites Unplugged Podcast. Super excited day today here. Such an honor to have singer, songwriter, and outstanding musician, founding member, the godfather of the great rock band Sticks. And of course, I am talking Mr. James J.Y. Young. J.Y., how are you, sir? <laughs> I'm great. How about yourself? Ah, uh, man, super excited to have this opportunity today. This is great. I mean, for the first time ever, Styx has released their 14th album, Psychorama, on all down lo- download and streaming platforms. That was done in uh, August 21st. And also, as a thank you to the nation's first responders and frontline workers to coincide with the stream launch, Styx has created a timely conceptual, I'll say amazing video set to the lyrics of These Are The Times which is J.Y. is the lead on the vocals which spotlights the men and women who have been working tirelessly to take care of the people throughout the pandemic and it can be viewed well on our website, on my Facebook page and certainly on Sticks is YouTube page. Wow, a lot going on in the Sticks world, J.Y. Awesome. Well, you know, it, uh, we were scheduled for a giant tour this year, but uh, obviously uh, the little baby virus that's uh, <laughs> not so nice uh, got in the way of a whole lot of people doing a whole lot of things. And it has caused a little, little guys can cause a whole lot of trouble, it seems. Absolutely. I, I, I get that. And it's uh, been a crazy mess here in New York, to say the least. Talk to me about the thought behind them um, taking Psychorama kind of out of the vault and brushing the dust and kind of bringing it into this whole digital streaming platform and kind of doing it, you know, today, um, leading well, we into did, the video. I mean, going back to the, the beginning of uh, the. <laughs> This millennium of the, the, the 2000, you know, going from 99 to 2000, of course, uh, soon we did an album called Brave New World, which um, actually that song, the, the title song of that one kind of was something that Tommy and I wrote together and that he and I shared the lead vocal on. And uh, so I had a dear friend of mine who is a native New Yorker, who is a feature filmmaker and, and also teaches uh, uh, film production graduate class at DePaul University here in Chicago, Steve Jones, uh, I just said, well, what can we do with taking some public domain footage and just trying to create uh, uh, something, some vibe from this? And so we started with the song Brave New World, which we haven't really been pushing that much, but uh, then our manager remembered These Are The Times, which came in 2003, which uh, 9-11 happened, at, obviously, at the end of 2001. So 2002, everyone, we were, we were in the wake of it. We were of everything that went on thereafter. Um, you know, people didn't feel safe. Same, kind of the same thing as now, only from a different angle. And uh, these are the time was 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 written and recorded back then. But it just seemed to our manager said, you know, that song really seems like it fits even better than Brave New World to what's going on right now. And um, so I turned to my dear feature filmmaking friend, Steve Jones, and uh, said, Steve, uh, work your magic. Uh, we want to do a tribute to first responders using this song. And um, I mean, I can't imagine what it's like to have a family member that's out on the front line battling what they have to battle from every angle. And uh, God bless them all. And uh, uh, and it, you know, there's some music sort of got overlooked at the time because rock radio had shifted dramatically at the end of 
of the 90s, I really shifted dramatically at the end of the 80s. It went from classic, classic rock to Kurt Cobain and then Dave Grohl in the 90s. And then I'm not sure exactly where it did go. Once once we came into the 2000s, it seemed like anything goes, really. And uh, Taylor Swift took over. But um, bless her heart. And, uh, you know, so this, but this, this is what we did. And we just felt like this song really resonated with today. And being forced off the road and having a new album that wasn't quite recorded at the time, we said, let's do something to at least remind our fans that, you know, sticks... It's not going anywhere. We will be here when the, when the dust finally settles from all this. And, uh, I mean, February 22nd, um, 2022, which is only about a year and a half away, will be the 50th anniversary of us signing our first recording contract. Uh, those numbers, again, are 22222. 50th anniversary. So um, if it takes that long for us to get back out there, at least we have a new record to come out with it. And I, I think it'll be sooner than that. I, I hope it's going to be much sooner than that, but uh, we just wanted to let, the, let our fans know that we're sitting around thinking about them, and uh, we, we, as much as they'd like to come see a show, we'd like to be out there playing one, but it's, uh, prudence dictates that we don't, uh, don't push it too hard right now. Well, you, you mentioned uh, quite a lot there. First of all, congratulations. Well, first of all... I don't know how to shut up. <laughs> no, it's all good. First of all, good call by Charlie. These are the times. Uh, I mean, wow, and great job by Steve Jones. I mean, it is so relevant to think that you wrote something 17 years ago and how it really uh, fits in today, J.Y. Talk to me about your songwriting process, J.Y. You, you know, Miss America and... Uh, one of my favorite, uh, if not my favorite, sticks song, um, Snowblind and uh, Half Penny, Two Penny. Does it start with a, a concept, a, a thought, or do you get on the guitar, or how does it work for you? You know, it, 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 it can be a genesis. Anything can sort of spark the notion of a song. And, uh, you know, just taking a different song, um, Fooling Yourself, The Angering Man from The Grand Illusion, which is somebody a lot of people know. I mean, I, I, everyone in my family was started on piano, so I have decent piano chops, decent you know keyboard chops, and love Jimmy Smith on the Hammond organ, and love John Lord and Deep Purple playing the Hammond organ. And uh, but we were we were out on the road one day and uh, headlining a show, and we were noodling around with the instruments, and I started doing it. You know, I, I have, I, uh, I'm no nowhere near the keyboard player that Dennis Young was and is, but um, he he said. That's something, J.Y., we, we got to do something with that. And ultimately, Tommy was the one that kind of wrote the song, but ultimately where the lyrics um, and the melody came in, and so Tommy really gets credited on that. Um, but it was just something for, something I was you know, messing around with on keyboard, and uh, and actually, like, Renegade, another big song that Tommy sang, uh, that, he, he, he was like an Alan Parsons dirge. <laughs> with it and then we were we were at the time out um we were we were not headlining arenas yet but we we're getting close to it and uh i just said you know that we could make this into a great rock anthem i believe and Tommy um, we turned around and, and did that very thing um so it's it's hard to you know the, the genesis of any song is is uh you just have to keep you know you have to sit down at your instrument and and you know just sort of think out of the box or or, or something 
that you heard on the radio or some Beatles song will all of a sudden start resonating and you go, let's do something like that. And for me, uh, like uh, like Lorelei, was, that was inspired really by The Who and uh, Baba O'Reilly. Out here in the streets, but it had the synthesizer going in the background, so that gave us the clue to... Nice. Do a little spin on that, and when I think of Laurel, I came out of that, so... Uh, you know, you mentioned, you know, here 50 years. Wow. I remember, I want to say 75 Equinox and Lady obviously hitting the airwaves kind of caught my ear. Um, I think you guys, the first time I saw you here in Poughkeepsie was in uh, 78. And uh, it's been every year, probably ever since you guys have been on the road. <laughs> Are you... I mean, we, the, the music world, JY, has changed so drastically um, with the whole technology. Now you can send a wave file, and I know you guys are working on or completing this uh, amazing new album that I'll get into in a minute from what Ricky and uh, Todd shared with me. I mean, back in the day, everybody's in the studio, and the label says, here, knock your socks off and come up with something. And today, you're sending, you can send wave files back and forth. Do you, are you more of the, you miss the days of getting everybody in the studio? I mean, I'm not a musician, but I think I would be afraid to miss a certain magic if somebody said, you know, Lawrence said, hey, what about this or what about that, compared to the sending the wave files back and forth. Well, when, I mean, Sticks originally was five guys from the south side of Chicago, and Tommy was the first one to replace that, and um, he actually had, had been to Chicago for a while before that, uh, but he was, uh, at that point in time, married when, when he replaced John Serluski. He was married to uh, a gal that lived in Niles, Michigan, so they were they lived up in Niles, Michigan. It was about a two-hour drive. Tommy would drive back and forth. Um, you know, but he would just start out, and you'd start writing songs, and and uh, so you're you're sort of I'm getting away from what the question was. I'm forgetting what the question was, but um, no, just pretty make, much music. Make, music is just uh, it's something you can do. It, something will pop. Something will pop into your brain just when you're driving the car somewhere, or you're just noodling on the guitar. And oh, wait a minute, this yeah, I really love that song. Let's do something that's like that. Um, but I mean, we're still still have ideas for songs and uh, Tommy's become the, uh, the creative leader but uh, Ricky's Ricky's a guy that writes and I'm a guy that writes some and uh, I used to write a little bit more but uh, Tommy's got a collaborator Will Ivankovich who's uh, he met out in the Bay Area through Jack Blades and his collaboration at Damn Yankees and stuff Night Ranger what have you with Tommy and uh, uh, and Will is uh, participating in the writing side of the whole thing as well and uh and kind of producing the record, so um, you know, there's a there's a billion ways to skin a cat, and and uh, as we've evolved, and not being in the studio together, it was a great thing because you really would play off each other maybe a little bit more than we can in this day and age, uh, when everybody's sitting in the studio while the record's being made, and you go, hey, you know, we had to put a little maraca in that area, might just lift that part a little bit, and sometimes some some of the little stuff maybe gets missed, but. Um, I don't know. We've been doing it so long that it's it's. Uh, I don't know. You just you have to just keep doing it and and uh, being socially distanced like we are. And and uh, Lawrence is now stuck in Canada really because if he comes across the border, he has to be quarantined for two weeks. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. They just put out a video today. It was Lawrence. Uh, 
Todd and Ricky uh, doing a little a uh, little bit there for a few minutes on a Zoom that they uh, they released and everybody got to see. It was pretty, uh, you know, Lawrence the comedian with with Todd is just those guys are are, are just too funny. Those guys are they are what what a great addition. The the, the two of them are, are both have world class talent on their instruments. Uh, Ricky Phillips is world class in many different ways. Great bass player. Uh, Ricky, Ricky Phillips lived in Hollywood in the heyday of what was going on in Los Angeles with rock and roll music. And his stepsister is Steven Spielberg's main producer. Um, wow. They, were, they didn't grow up together, but they, they spent their uh, young adult life in high school and then going to college um, in close proximity. And, uh, and so Kathy, and uh, I mean, so Ricky, Ricky's just... He's seen he's seen the entertainment business from the top of the world, and, and when he was in the Babies and Bad English, and he's seen the film world just through the eyes of his stepsister. Gets he gets invited to these big parties, and sit down next to M Night Shyamalan at dinner or whatever, and uh, so we, we have a, an incredible cast of characters that has pretty much seen the world in their own way, in a different way. Um, six have played on three continents. I think Ricky Phillips is maybe Lawrence maybe been on four. Ricky's maybe been on four continents. And uh, Tommy had, Tommy went to Australia at one point in time, but um, we have yet to hit Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Six have never played in South America. We, we got very close to Aruba, which is about uh, a tiger with golf shot away from Aruba, but uh, uh, I mean away from the South American continent, but. Uh, I don't know, we got a great group of guys here, and Chuck Bonazzo is still there, uh, you know, participating in the making of the record, playing bass on some of the tracks, and he's had his own uh, health battles, and uh, amazingly come through it all. Uh, I don't know, we're, we're, love what we do, and I intend to keep doing this till the day I drop, till they have to scrape me off the stage, and uh, we're all very self, um, health conscious, the uh, Lord. And Tommy and uh, myself in particular, and uh, Ricky is, uh, I don't know, everybody's, Ricky's significant other is a nurse, so she, she's paying attention to his health. I don't know if he's listening to her, but... <laughs> well, he's definitely on the golf course, I can tell you that. I know he loves that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're surrounded by, as you mentioned, these, these guys are incredible, incredible musicians. I mean, Todd is, if he's not listed as one of the best in the drumming business right now, I don't know who is. I had the opportunity to chat with Todd when he came out with this debut album, Last Flight Home, and I'm like, where did these vocals come from? I'm like, what? I'm like, what is this about? So uh, I said, are you going to be part of the singing Kawhi, he's like, look, I love I, I loved doing my part, and that's behind the kit, but I needed to get this this beast kind of out of me, and uh, boy, congratulations to him. But he did, him, I talked to Ricky in February, because we were promoting shows up here in New York, and then I just talked to Todd in April with Last Flight Home, and they both were so excited, JY, about the new album, and Tommy, as you mentioned, Will, working on this uh, this this incredible album, and uh, Todd shared with me, because I gotta tell you, he goes, maybe I shouldn't, but I'm gonna tell you anyway, Tommy wrote this song, Sound the Alarm, and he goes, it brought 
tears to my eyes and he goes I gotta tell you once we release this album you know the mission was a concept and it was a great album and I'm still playing tracks off the mission but he says wait till you hear this and obviously Tommy wrote this song way before this pandemic so he says fasten your seatbelts for upcoming sticks music so I am so so excited is there anything that you can share on top of that JY well um uh, you know, it's, I don't know, I, I love what I do, um, as I said, uh, February 22nd, 2022, 222-22 is going to be the 50th anniversary of Sticks as a Recording Act, um, I intend to be around much longer than that, and I'm the the senior, well, Chuck's, Chuck's actually a year older than me, but um, I'm the guy that's, the only guy that's been on every show, so... Well, it's all good. And hey, we got to do a quick shout out to, uh, I see Tommy's birthday is tomorrow, so an early happy birthday yes, to, mi- to Mr. Shore. And I saw September 1st, 42nd anniversary of Pieces of Eight. I'm like, wow, am I getting old yeah. besides everybody else? But uh, it's all good, JY. Psychorama is again now available for download and streaming platforms where you purchase your music, and I mean, please buy and also share this incredible lyric video for the song. These are the times which is dedicated as a thank you to the nation's first responders and frontline workers. And uh, for all the news on Sticks, on where we're going here, go to their website, sticksworld.com, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Sticks the Band. Hit the like button if you haven't already and follow and subscribe. Um, I I guess, uh, JY, pretty much some people are, are releasing albums, but I think I've read enough of you guys are probably going to hold back until you're able to maybe get back on the road again before you release the new album? Well, it's, it's, it's very difficult to get traction. I mean, at least it was prior to the pandemic to get traction for a classic rock band for new music because there's no actual sort of terrestrial radio outlet for it anymore. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little guy, one guy out of many. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the, in the major cities. Right. Uh, for new music, the classic rock stations are all playing, uh, you know, the hits from from our heyday, which we still get played on those. But introducing new music and trying to gain traction with it, you make a phenomenal video. I mean, we have we have to do all these different things to try and make it happen. And uh, so I, I think we we the prudent strategy from the standpoint of our record company, who's investing money in this whole project, and our manager, who's the wise one and and uh, and all the concert promoters that have been so good to us and we have a great working relationship with which we want to maintain we want to give everyone as much to work with as they possibly can because we don't know exactly what we're going to be up against when the time comes so we're just trying to go by the old school rules of let's let's make it all happen at once and you have the most chance of uh, getting critical mass as they say in the atom bomb business <laughs> no I, I i get it i'm a rarity and i love doing what i'm able to do and keeping new music alive on the radio and thanks for all your help i uh yeah it, it, it's been my my gift for the last five or Every six years and uh and people like uh, i got a, a pretty good listening base because i'm doing what i'm doing i mean yeah i can play lady and come sail away but how many people are playing gone 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 a radio silence in your rotation so I am uh, I'm really looking forward to it and I get I I know there are dates in October here for the uh, 
in the Northeast region. But um, in, in being realistic, uh, you know, we'll, we'll wait for the new album. We'll wait to catch you back on the road. And I want to say JY is a lifetime member and a past fire chief here in New York, certainly from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for recognizing all the first line workers and all the first responders. These unsung heroes certainly need this more than ever and uh steve jones did a terrific job and uh we're gonna i'm gonna keep pushing and getting it out there as much as uh, possibly can well um another thing thanks for your help and uh we will talk to you soon it doesn't get any better than this rock legend james young jy sticks on wbxo and pat soundbites unplugged podcasts